here's a theme that we only ever really get to explore when we find ourselves on training courses and the theme gets brought up. Hey everyone, let's discover our values. Believe it or not though, actually knowing what your values are is incredibly powerful. All will be revealed. So here's one reason why they're important to know. Your values in life determine your decision making. So there's no doubt in my mind that you've at certain points in your life had to make some big decisions like, do I take this job or that job? Do I move home or stay where I am? Is my partner right for me? Or is it time to live the single life? So you can see getting clear on them is kind of essential. First though, and you know what's coming, I'm going to have to ask you, what are your values? Now, if you're struggling, I get it. Being asked that question out of the blue isn't necessarily an easy one to answer. Certainly not in any form of depth. You kind of need a bit of time to ponder. But I suppose if I was to push you for an answer, you'd probably throw out stuff like love, family, health, money, friends, relationships, things like that. For most of us, values probably aren't things we often sit and reflect upon. We know we have them. They're just not front and centre of our thoughts every day. Now, a question you may be asking yourself is, where do my values even come from? Well, they're spawned from your beliefs. And where do your beliefs come from? Your experiences, your parents, your upbringing, cultural influences, people of authority, others validating your beliefs. Hey, you're really strong. Oh, you're incredibly attractive, which is obviously nice to hear. Now, oh, just a quick one on beliefs as an aside. As part of this podcast, I'm not going to go into detail about beliefs, but if you're interested, I have another podcast and blog entitled You're in Control, How to Take Charge of Your Wellbeing. So there's more there. All right, let's get back to values. What are they? Well, if you were to turn that question around and ask yourself, what's of value to you? It may be a little easier to answer. It's something you place importance on. It provides you with a sense of what's right and wrong. And values guide your decisions and shape your behaviour. So they're a pretty important thing to get clear on. Plus, research suggests those who live their lives through their values actually live happier and more fulfilled lives. What's not to like? So think about it. If you're not entirely clear on what your values are, then it can be difficult to make decisions that tie in with your sense of purpose and what you want from your time on this planet. It's kind of getting heavy, isn't it? Now, I'll go into more detail about all of this shortly. Now, while getting clear on your values is important, it's not just about understanding what your values are, but also what they mean to you. Now, this is important because it can help us determine the appropriate actions to take that align with those things we hold dear and thereby be true to ourselves. Let me give you an example. Let's imagine one of your values is family, a value I'm sure many have. Now, the question to ask yourself is, what does family mean to me? Well, your answer may be always being there for them. So as you can see, the answer you come up with here will influence your actions. Of course, you'll have other values too. So here's the interesting bit. And in order to highlight something important, what I'll do is once again pretend another of your values is status. Okay, so there you are. Once again, asking yourself, what does status mean to me? And you come up with being respected as an expert in my field. Okay, let's imagine then that one day you're at work and you are meeting with your boss and they turn around to you and say, amazing news, you're being promoted. You know those specialist skills of yours? Truly next level, they've been recognised. We want to make you global head of whatever. You'll be thrilled to learn 
It's a better car, improved pension, and there's extensive global travel. Sounds amazing, yeah? Literally everything you could have wanted from a status in inverted commas perspective. But hold on, what about your value of always being there for your family? How's that fit into the equation? Now, obviously I'm playing make-believe here, but imagine this scenario in real life. What do you do? Take the role and be around less for your family? Or pass on the promotion and your skills going unrecognised and the elevation in status squandered? You can see, can't you, how significant this stuff is. Knowing your values can be the difference in you making choices you'd never have considered or conversely provide you with a moment to pause when perhaps you'd have been impulsive. So, the next time you consider going for that promotion or applying for that new job or any other life decision that has consequences, ask yourself, what's led you to make that decision? Which of your values are or are not being met? It may be the difference between impulsive action, leading to regret, and ongoing contentment. So, you're probably asking yourself, yeah, yeah, Tom, I get it. Where's the tools to work with? All right, here goes then. Let's identify our value. So, there's a super quick one to start, actually. Simply think about those things you're passionate about. Those things you'd be willing to fight for. Those things that make you feel alive. Now, you can build on those questions with these. What is your personal definition of success? Are there certain things that are more important to you than success? And if so, what are they? And what would you be willing to give up in order to maintain your values? Now, if you feel you need something else, try this. Now, I'll be honest, uh, I could be entering a bit of a minefield here. Not sure how easy this will be to describe on a podcast, but I'll give it a go. In essence, this is how it works. You write down 10 values, then order them in level of importance to you. So 1 to 10, 1 being high, 10 being low. Then, starting from the top, looking at those numbered 1 and 2, you choose just one of them and transfer that chosen one to a different list. You then continue, choosing between those you have at 3 and 4 on the list, and then you transfer one of those to the other list, and so on until you're left with just 5. These will be the values you consider the most important to you. So, what you've got to do now is ask yourself what each of them means to you. How to do? Did that make sense? I hope so. In fact, if you visit my website, tomdunman.com, and find the blog entitled The Truth About Living Your Values, What They Mean For You, you'll find instructions there. So that's our values checked off. A helpful next stage can be to gain insight into the areas of your life from a well-being perspective that require a little more focus than you're giving. Every day, many of us are juggling numerous different life tasks, giving priority over some. And this exercise helps to highlight those that are being a little neglected. And if those areas tie into your values, when given renewed focus, creates motivation and new hope. It's called the wheel of life. It actually comes from therapy, but don't let that put you off. It's a tool also used in coaching that helps you see the areas of your life in which you're satisfied and those that you're not. And if you're saying to yourself, Tom, mate, they all need attention, I get it. But we've got to start somewhere. So even if they all do need a little attention, some will still need more attention than others. So here's how it works. Go grab a pen and paper and draw a circle and divide it into eight segments. Each segment represents an area of life. So, for example, diet, career, finances, family, relationships, health, 
fitness, personal time. Now, they're not prescriptive, by the way. Just replace those examples with those that are important to you. Next, you score the centre of the wheel as zero, which suggests you're completely unfulfilled in that area of life. And you score the outside edge of each segment a 10, which means you're utterly fulfilled. Now, obviously, this will work best if you're totally honest with yourself. Okay, And what you end up doing is scoring yourself anywhere between a zero, remember that's utterly unfulfilled, and a 10, things couldn't be any better. And what you do is you draw a line across each segment. And if you want, if you want to make it visual, you can colour it in, you can colour in that segment to the line so that the wheel becomes an easy visual depiction of the important things in your life and where the room for improvement lies. And by the way, again, on the blog that I mentioned earlier, you'll see a visual uh, example of that. Okay, so you can go check out my blog and my website uh, if you want more details. It's also worth mentioning Living your values doesn't mean life will be easy. It takes courage to stand up for what you believe in, especially when it's not popular or it goes against the status quo. But by making decisions based on your values, respecting others while remaining true to yourself, you can create a life that is meaningful and fulfilling, both for yourself and those around you. Oh, and here's something to use that could be helpful to build motivation once you've decided on whatever that first step is to be able to make some personal shifts. Try asking yourself these questions. So why is that thing important to you? What will achieving that thing give you? What will it allow you to do? Who else will be positively impacted by your success in achieving this thing? How do you see this benefiting you in, say, a year from now? One other thing on the theme of what you might describe as self-coaching. If you go check out the supporting blog to this podcast on my website, it's got the same title, um, you'll find I've listed 32 other questions to ask yourself, which you actually might find quite useful. Now, here's the giant health warning. Watch out for toxic positivity. What do I mean by that? Well, while it's true, getting in touch with your values can be really motivational. It's important to remain balanced when it comes to big life decisions. This moment of, of epiphany, realising perhaps you've allowed your power to become diluted over the years and suddenly through doing these exercises, you've discovered, oh my God, hold on a minute, I'm master of my own destiny. It can be hugely energising and the desire to want to make some radical changes can be really quite strong. Please, please, please do take a moment and consider any actions that are of real significance. For example, if you've allowed a past passion or a hobby that you were really into lay dormant for years, there's a potential that you'll find yourself suddenly wanting to dedicate large amounts of time and energy to pursuing it again. But be mindful that that doesn't come at the expense of other important aspects of your life, such as your relationships, your health and your you know, well-being. It can be so easy to get caught up in the Insta, TikTok and Facebook posts and those from questionable internet gurus recommending that you quit your job and follow your passion, which all sounds great and inspirational, but if you need your job to pay your bills and that same job provides a sense of connection for you and gives you purpose, but your passion will never put a roof over your head or food on your plate, then quitting your job and pursuing your hobby probably has real potential to be utterly ruinous. For sure, passion can give you a real sense of purpose in life. It can be a great source of motivation and provide you with direction. And sure, if you've the means to quit your job and follow your passion and you can see that that thing you love so much uh, will be generating a ton of cash for you, Go for it. Totally. You know, assuming you've done the research, planned thoroughly, assessed the needs of those depending upon you and formulated a, a, a sound strategy, I could not encourage you more. Without a doubt, having a genuine passion for something 
is amazing and means you're probably more likely to stick with it and see it through and get through the crappy times as well. But at the risk of <laughs> being a mood hoover and dampening your enthusiasm, and I promise you I'm not trying to do that, um, if you do find yourself with that fire in your belly and a craving to make some bold decisions, it's definitely worth reflecting upon your current job. Uh, I say that because, yeah, it may suck and, and the people there just bug the hell out of you and the hours be really shocking, but it probably is offering you something even if that's perhaps the chance to become a master at navigating workplace politics or handle seriously annoying people respectfully or the resilience to persevere when things get tough. You know, if you seriously think you won't experience similar stuff somewhere else, you're probably going to be in for a surprise. Remember, and this is a bit of a cliche, apologies for this, the grass isn't always greener. And to build on that, and where it rains, that's where the grass is greenest. <laughs> So, oh, and I've just remembered another one, actually. How about the do what you love, you'll never work another day in your life? Another one of those Instagram posts. Again, this may well be true for some fortunate people. For others, however, it'll likely come at significant personal costs. I'm sure this isn't news to you, but for most, it involves a regular day job, some form of regular income, while working separately on the passion project you've got as some form of side hustle with the hope that one day of it transitioning into becoming the day job, just doing what you love day in, day out, and zero need for a backup financial cushion. So is following your passion a good idea? Depends upon your individual circumstances. If you're lucky enough to be able to make a living doing what you love, go for it. But if you have to sacrifice a stable income, time with family and your health, then it's probably something you might want to think long and hard about. Only you know what's best for you. But before making any decisions, get clear on your values. Weigh all the pros and cons carefully and do your research. There's almost certainly others who've been down this road too. Reach out. Who knows? They may be able to offer some sound advice. I'll leave you with this. Imagine your future in the best possible way. What would your life look like to be happy? If you could, what small step could you take right now to begin that journey? Thank you. Thanks once again for taking time out to listen to this podcast. I've loads of others, all linked to individual personal and professional development. I'll see you there.